Welcome back to episode 29 of the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric. And in this episode, we're going to talk through what I would consider a conservative monthly option strategy, complete with a companion hedging strategy that's easy to trade, even if you have a day job and you're unable to watch the market all day. You really only need a few minutes a week to put these trades on. And actually, the strategy has you taking trades only one day per week, and the hedge trade is only once per month. So we're going to talk through that. And the idea here is to implement a mechanical, systematic trading system that generates steady returns over a long period of time, while at the same time trying to reduce any drawdowns like we saw in the 2020 COVID crash. And we're going to talk through how this strategy did during that period. So just wait till you hear about that. I think it's pretty cool. I think you're going to like it. But before we get started, though, you need to know that everything on this podcast, in this episode, on YouTube, on Patreon, everything is for informational purposes only. I am not a financial advisor. I'm just a, a regular independent trader sharing my own research on how I trade the market. Now, I want to let you know that I did post an article on my Patreon blog that details this entire strategy. It's a conservative strategy. And if after you listening to this episode, if you'd like to get the article that really kind of talks through, shows the numbers, shows the charts, shows the graphs, if you really want to get that information, consider being a podcast or YouTube supporter over on patreon.com slash vertical spread options trading. That's the page where I host all my premium articles and videos and trainings and things. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading. I'm going to put a link in the description of the podcast episode too. So that might be an easy for, way for you to get to it. And if you decide to sign up over on Patreon to become a supporter, it's only $5 and you actually get access to several other strategies that are very similar, very mechanical. Because listen, I know it can be hard to retain some of this information just by listening to the the podcast unless you're listening to it a thousand times and that's okay too so you know being a supporter on patreon is a great way to lock in the strategies really so you can really get a feel for how they work and see some of the 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 charts and things that go along with it the backsets the numbers and you also get a way to ask questions and clarifying information if something's not isn't you know completely clear to you so it's a pretty good deal the price is going to be going up at some point so if you want to lock in the five dollar rate be sure to join soon and if you decide to become a supporter of the show, you're gonna, again, you're gonna get the other premium strategy videos and training as well. You get the whole archive. And these are all the strategies that I personally trade myself each week and with the members of my Trade Alerts tier. And that's kind of what I like to do is give you all the strategies you can learn trade them on your own. But if you want to upgrade to the Trade Alerts tier, which opens up at the beginning of each month, that's great too. But you know, I really think you can do this on your own. And we're going to talk through everything right here. So again, head over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading if you want to support the podcast and YouTube channel. And you'll get access to the study we're about to cover as well as all the other stuff. All right, so the strategy we're going to be talking about is a 60 day to expiration put credit spread on SPX. And just a, a real quick history here. I used to trade a very similar trade about a year or two ago and it, you know it worked great and then when market volatility kicks up I had a, a hedging strategy that I used back then the hedging strategy worked well and I believe it was 2019 when we had a bit of a drop and we were able to hedge out uh, losses over that course of that month the problem with that hedging strategy something that I really didn't like about it is that it really required you to watch the market every day and if the market pulled back by a certain amount, I think at the time it was if the market closed below the 10 day moving average, then you would put the hedge on. 
The problem with that became knowing how many contracts to hedge against what your existing positions were. So in the heat of the moment, it really took a little bit of time to figure out how much you should be hedged. And I just thought that this was a little bit too stressful, really. And a lot of times, you know, when that market pullback comes, it's really quick and nasty. And what I've learned since then is that it's better to be already hedged before the uh, before the crash or the pullback comes and just have the hedge in place. So that was kind of the difference between, you know, what we're gonna talk about today versus something that, you know, kind of talked about before. And if you've been following me for a while, many of you know what this is. I had, a, it was a conservative option strategy. So at that time, after we hedged out of that position, I decided to basically abandon both those strategies because I didn't, I, I wanted to, I, I just didn't like that aspect of it. The strategy continued to do really well, um, obviously until the COVID crash, then, you know, you're gonna get, if you're selling put credit spreads, you're gonna get some damage there but the new hedging strategy really offsets this and it's something that both of them be, can be mechanical so the, in the previous version of this trade the the you know every week we would put on this put credit spread we're going to talk through all the details here in a second we would put this trade on and then we'd have to watch the market for when to hedge and so what we're doing now is we're going to be putting this trade on every week and also hedging once a month and we're just going to let the you know, uh, the market play out and then we'll have some target orders in and things like that. So let's go ahead and start with the put credit spread strategy. I'm going to get real kind of mechanical here. So it's pretty simple. And basically every Friday we're going to put this trade on and you know, it doesn't matter if it's Thursday or Friday. I'm just saying Friday because I think that's an easy way to be mechanical. Let's just say I'm going to put this on every Friday. Obviously, if the market's closed on Friday, you can put it on, you know, Thursday or maybe even Monday. But the goal here is that every week you're going to put on a new put credit spread with 60 days to expiration. So when we put the credit, the put credit spread on, the sold strike is going to be uh, out of the money, and we're going to look for about a delta of 14. That's several, you know, depending on the market, it can be 50 or 100 points away, depending on volatility. We're going to sell that delta 14 option, and then we're going to buy the 10 uh, strike that's 10 points lower. So this is a 10 point wide put credit spread. It requires about a thousand dollars of capital. Um, minus the credit you receive. A lot of times the credits here are somewhere in the $1 area. And then once you're in the trade, we're gonna target 75% of the max profit. So what that means is if you took in a dollar for this spread, you collected $1, sold the credit for $1, and you're able to buy it back for 25 cents, that would be that would be collecting 75% because you have booked 75% of the profit, 75 cents, and you can buy it back for 25 cents. So that's the profit target. And that's something that after you place the trade, you can simply, you know, you sell the credit, you say, let's say you get a dollar, then you say, okay, well, I'm going to buy it back for 25 cents. You put a buy order, a limit order in to buy it back for 25 cents. Make sure, make sure it's set to GTC, which is good till canceled. And then that order will last for a while. I think you, I think those GT, GTC orders can last 90 days or something like that. But again, this is a 60 day trade. The average trade duration is actually 32 days. So typically you're out of this in about half the time. Um, or at least that's the results. And we'll go over a little bit more here. Um, but again, you know, we're looking for a mechanical way, something you can do on Friday, 
the back test uses end of day data. So this would, you know, the results we're about to discuss are going to, you know, the trades have been taken at the end of the day on Friday, but you know, because it's so far away, whether you took it at noon or 2 PM, you're really not going to see that much variance. So it's not like a lot of the weekly short-term stuff where, you know, one hour, um, you know, one hour later, it can be a completely different strike or price or something. So again, we're selling a Delta 14 put about 60 days to expiration every Friday. And we're buying the, the next put that's 10 points lower to make that a credit spread. So a couple things, if you think about it, if you're selling a 60 day spread every week, you're going to end up with multiple positions. So if, you know, for example, let's say the trade lasted the entire 60 days and you sold one every week, you could end up with seven or eight of these. I think the average is typically you're going to be in about six of these because a lot of times when you hit that 75% max profit, it's closed and then you're waiting to open the next one. So you're typically not going to be an eight, but it is technically possible. You know, you'd be an eight because if you're opening one every week and they last 60, 60 days or about two months, um, the back test shows that their capital requirement was about $6,000. So that would indicate that you're in average going to be um, in, you know, I'm going to call it five or six of these trades at a time. And the cool thing about that by entering um, every week is that if the market goes up, you're going to be in a different position. If the market sells off for a couple of weeks, you're going to be selling those spreads lower and you're going to be selling volatility. So it allows you to just be mechanical and just let the market do what it's going to do. And then, you know, you just put the, the, the trade on, you know, every Friday in that mechanical way. So you really kind of varies your positions. And what you'll also find with the strategy is sometimes some positions close out before other positions. And if you think about it, if you sold a, uh, let's say you're at the market top and you sold a 60 day spread and the market sells off for two or three weeks. Well, you're going to be underwater in that first spread. But if you're selling spreads on the way down and then the market recovers, you could book profits in the, the market and in the spreads that were sold at the bottom, if you will. So again, you don't need to think about any of this stuff. You just put the profit target in. You're going to put that limit order in. And when it get when it hits, it hits your goal is to just execute the strategy. You take the trade on Friday, make sure you're position sizing so you understand the risk. And we're gonna talk about that here, but that's that's essentially the strategy. So let's talk about how this is done the past five years. And I did the study from July 7th, 2016 through July 7th, 2021. So it's pretty much fresh off the books, right? So first of all, let's talk about return on capital. Um, it had a 192% return on capital. That means all the capital that you were risking, it, it returned 192%. So over a four year period, that's about, I think 35 or 40% a year. And keep in mind, this is not compounding in any sorts. It's literally just taking one spread um, per trade. So this does not in include any compounding, but it did yield, I think it's about 38% a year the past five years. And this is the, this is without the hedging, by the way, this is just the put credit spread. And this includes the COVID period. So we haven't even hedged this thing out. We're just looking at the put credit, uh, put credit spread right now. So it had a 97% win rate. The average winner was about $77. So that would make sense if your average credit's about a hundred dollars and you're booking 75%, that's about right, $77. Your average loser though was $826. So again, this is one of those type of trades where 
when it goes against you, your losses can be big, but you have that really high win rate. So it still makes money over time. And then the hedging strategy, which we'll cover here in just a second, is going to kind of offset those big, big moves. That's what's going to protect you and actually give you the confidence to put this thing on. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you see what's going on in the market in the world and you're like, I don't know if I should put it on this week. Um, so again, 97% win rate, 190%, 192% return on capital, roughly 38% per gain year on the amount risk and required about 6,000 in capital. Now, some people say, hey, that's a lot of money. Can I do it with SPY? Can I do it with you know, something cheaper? You could maybe consider, and I'm putting a big fat maybe on here, you could consider XSP. It's a cash settled index, just like SPX but it has a similar pricing of SPY. So it's a 10th of the size um, and, a, and a 10 point wide SPX spread that we're talking about would be a one point wide XSP spread. I don't recommend it for SPY, typically because at some point when you go in the money, you may have to deal with you know getting a sign if you're gonna let it go. It just adds an extra layer. You can't do it because it's far out of the money um, until it goes wrong, right? But I, I recommend sticking with the indexes and you could consider XSP. It's not quite as liquid, but I think uh, because it's 60 days to expiration, um, you should be able to work those orders and get in with a, a you know, relatively similar um, you know, credits and things like that. So let's talk about the COVID crash in relation to this put credit spread strategy. So up until the COVID crash, the gains in the on this strategy were about ten thousand um, dollars and this again is from july uh to 2016. so you had more than doubled your risk during um you know the run-up to the COVID crash and during the actual COVID crash trading one contract per trade you lost about thirty five hundred dollars during that COVID crash during that period of time those are realized losses um, you could have more unrealized losses but as that market as we saw in, when COVID turned back up a lot of those unrealized losses turned into realized gains because the market recovered and that's one of the the things I like about 60 days to expiration, it can really absorb, you know, a five, 10% correction and really not cause any issue. COVID, I think it was a 30 or 40%, maybe 30 or 40% correction. So that's when the hedge really paid off. But, but anyway, we lost about $3,500 during that period. So you gave up a third of all your gains during the COVID crash that you had accumulated over, I'm going to call it three years or so. So it's a significant amount. And this is always the catch with selling out of the money put credit credit spreads, no matter if you're taking profits early or how far you sell away, there's always risk when these big moves come and you never know when they're going to come. So, but despite all that, despite the COVID crash, it still made a great return during the five-year period. And we can't deny that the returns were there again, averaging about 38% per year for just the put credit spread strategy has nothing to do with the hedging yet that we'll talk about. Now I will add in that when the COVID crash was happening, trades were continuing to be made every Friday. So you got to think about that. You got, you know, when you commit to a system and you, you believe in the math of it all, in which I do, that's a hard trade to put on. I'm not going to lie, because when the world is ending, like it was in COVID, everything is shut down. The idea that you're going to sell a, another put credit spread that next Friday, that's actually the best time to sell those. And what happens is in a low volatility environment, a 60 day Delta 14 spread might be 
50, 100 points away. Well, when you get to a high volatility, that spread changes or that, that distance changes. You might be able to sell 150, 200 points away. And then when volatility contracts, you're gonna be out of that trade a lot sooner. So you gotta be consistent. That's one of the keys to really any strategy is um, staying consistent with the entry method. And our entry method is time. We're selling this trade every Friday. We're selling at 60 days to expiration and we are using weekly options. So you can choose a weekly option expiration for that. Um, so, you know, interesting stuff. So let's go ahead and go on to the put debit spread hedge strategy. Now, in episode 25 of the podcast, I talked about this strategy and the title of that episode is called unit put options. And I'm going to talk through it real quick here just so, you know, you can you can uh, hear it again. But I do recommend going back to that that episode for a little bit more detail. Again, I, uh, that, that's episode 25, unit put hedging, something like that. So what we're talking about for the hedge strategy is 120 day expiration put debit spread. This is taken once per month. And so we're only using monthly options here. So the way this would work is when you're, when you're trading these together is that every Friday you would put on a new 60 day put credit spread at Delta 14 for the short strike. And then once that month, when you get to 120 days to expiration uh, to the to the following, uh, whatever the next month is, for example, when I'm doing this video, I believe the next one's going to be October. I'll be putting one of these on um, probably in a week or so. And basically you're holding that um, for the entire time. And we're targeting, and this sounds crazy, we're targeting 1500% gains on this particular spread. We're buying a Delta five option, a Delta five put option. That's 120 days to expiration. And we're selling one to make it a spread 25 points lower. So it's a little bit different size. It's a little width, bigger width. The average price I've seen trading these is typically around $100. And it could be 150, it can be 75, it changes a little bit, but the average is about $100. So once a month, you're gonna pay $100 to put on one of these spreads. And over the course of four months, you're gonna have four of these trades on because the trade themselves last 120 days. So similar to the put credit spread, what you're gonna do is you're going to buy that put spread uh, at 120 days to expiration. Usually that's gonna be around the, ex the third Friday or so of every month. And you'll, you'll buy, and we'll, you know, we'll talk about ratio here in a minute, but you're buying one put debit spread. This is a debit spread. And if you buy it for $100, you're gonna immediately put in a GTC order to sell that spread for $1,500. And most of the time, this trade is not gonna win. Most of the time, this is gonna lose. And if you think about having four of these on, you will ultimately end up with four hedge trades. So during the COVID crash, we'll talk about how much this made. It made a lot of money and really offset those losses that we saw in the put credit spread strategy. But basically, the let's talk about the stats a little bit. So the win rate of the hedge strategy is only 10% the last um, five years. We're looking at the same look back period. However, it did have 123% return on capital. So this is like, this is that home run trade, right? To make a 1500% gain and you only make it a couple times, you know, but it, it had 123% return on capital. Each spread costs about a hundred bucks. So you're basically spending about a hundred dollars a month to hedge your put credit spread strategy. And that's more of the income strategy. And this is the hedging strategy. So let's talk about um, the realized gains and losses up until COVID. So 
The realized losses up until COVID for this strategy was about $1,700. So just to compare that again, remember the realized gains of the put credit spread up until the COVID crash was about $10,000. So up until COVID, you had made about $10,000. And again, one spread at a time, you had made about $10,000 on the put credit spreads and you had lost about $1,700 on the hedge. So you're still making money even when there's no volatility, even when there's nothing, you know, no, no crashes or anything. So the realized losses again were just under $1,700. So for the hedge trade, you were negative $1,700 before the COVID crash. By the time the COVID crash was over, you had made $6,200, right? So you had basically reversed. And if you think about that, that's in line with what we said. If you are if you have four trades that you've bought for $100 and you close them each for $1,500 over the course of a couple, a month or two, you're going to make about $16,000, I'm sorry, $6,000. So again, the, the amount that this strategy made was $6,000. That was almost twice what you lost in the put credit spread strategy. So again, just as a reminder, I know this is a lot. Again, you might want to check out the article on Patreon. If you lost $3,500 during COVID in the put credit spread strategy and you made $6,200 with the hedge strategy, you actually made money during the COVID crash right? And that's pretty much the goal here is to put on these mechanical trades and just let the math play out. And we are strategically placing some, you know, target orders and things. Um, but I thought this is, these are good, um, campaign, I call it companion strategy for if you want to create monthly income. And so if we go back to the original stats of the put credit spread, even though we had that large drawdown, we actually didn't really lose anything. So when you add up both strategies and how much it made, you you probably are closer to 50% gains over that period. And it's, you know, we're averaging that out. If you're averaging 50% per year, um, you know, and this is only scalable to for so much. I don't know if you can do this with, you know, $10 million or anything, but I think it's pretty scalable up to several hundred thousand dollars if you position these correctly. Um, and that's something I'm going to be looking to do. And my trading is scaling this up over time. Um, but I thought this was a good combination of strategies that you could look at. I encourage you to come over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading so you can see the P&L curves and everything for each one of these. You really get a lot of the details. Um, one thing I'm going to add on here, and it's something I couldn't really test because these are two separate things that I'm sort of marrying together. But, you know, what I'm starting to think about is from a ratio perspective, that if the he for a COVID style crash, if you made twice as much with the hedge, I'm actually considered trading two put credit spreads per week with one hedge per month. Um, and that's something I need to do a little bit more work on that. But when you just look at the how, and again, we're basing all this on the COVID crash. If you just look at, you know, you made twice as much with the hedge. So if you're able to trade twice as many put credit spreads, you actually would have had made more money over that same period because you would have been up 10 or excuse me, $20,000 before the crash. And you would have basically broke even during the crash. Whereas what we just talked about with one, you know, one-to-one -one ratio on everything, you would have actually made less up until the crash, but actually made money during the crash. So I think net net selling two spreads per week 
and companioning that with one hedge trade per month. I think that might be a good ratio. Again, I got to do some more work on that. I'm going to start doing that, um, you know, adding that to my trades. But again, if you're interested in becoming a supporter and trading with me and talking more about this stuff in more detail, head on over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing to the show. And we'll see you at the next episode. 